Welcome to the Bag Mentality. On this podcast, we break down the box of the American dream and redefine success for a new generation. Interviewing the movers and shakers, the entrepreneurs, the creators, anyone out there making something happen in the world. Let's get it. All right, guys, welcome to another episode of The Bag Mentality. Today, we have Brian Shulman, the CEO of Voice Your Vibe, one of the top LinkedIn video creators, actually one of the OG original LinkedIn video creators um, and LinkedIn creators. Brian, tell us a little bit about yourself and, and how, do you, how do you define yourself? Sure. So uh, I guess first and foremost, thanks for having me. Um, and secondly, uh, where, where do you want me to start? <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, let's see, I, I guess from, a yeah, repeat the question for me again. <laughs> How do you define yourself? So I, I think, um, oftentimes people are specifically defined by certain accomplishments and such, but how would, how would you define yourself if, if you could put the words in someone else's mouth? Yeah, definitely. No, I, that's that's a good question. I think it all comes back to my why. Um, you know, I get a question a lot by folks of, you know, how are you so positive all the time? How do you do it? Because the reality is we go through life and we deal with crap all the time. And, and it, it's not always coming out as good. You're not always consuming good. And it's not come, always coming out that way. Uh, and I think for me, coming from where I have, um, fighting for every breath to make it into this world as a, a miracle baby that was a pound and a half, that wasn't supposed to live back in the 70s, um, then being diagnosed with a neurological disorder called Tourette syndrome, which are uncontrollable tics and twitches, um, dealing with a lot of adversity, a lot of bullying, being a weird kid growing up. I, I definitely wanted to give out the opposite of the negative that I had received by others. And don't get me wrong, I mean, I had a lot of positivity around me, but I think one negative can overshadow a thousand positives. And um, I decided I wanted to be, I wanted to be a giver of good and positivity and light, uh, strength, encouragement. And I, I know that life is 10% what happens to me uh, and 90% how I react to it. Um, that every breath I take is a gift and that I know I've failed where more in life and in business uh, than I've succeeded and that I've learned from every step and that I've gotten up every time. I've dusted myself off and kept going. And that is why I've succeeded no matter what the outcome is. So I, you know, I came to LinkedIn since that's how we met. I came to LinkedIn 15 years ago with a purpose to give out good to the universe. No matter what was happening in my life, no matter what was happening in my day, that I was going to give out good 365 days a year um, to achieve my why, which is to inspire one person a day. So if I can inspire one person a day to uh, chase after their dreams, to feel and believe and know that they can accomplish anything, to get up one more time after they've fallen 50 or 100 times and believe in themselves that they can get back up and they can go again, and that, that knowing that every time you do get up that you succeed regardless of whether you achieve the goal or if I can inspire someone who inspires someone else or put a smile on somebody's face when they don't have one or make somebody feel good about themselves when they don't because we all go through that kind of stuff. Um, any one of those things for one person a day, I have done my part as a human being to make the world a better place. And I know that life has, continues and will continue to throw me mad curveballs and I'll just keep getting up to the plate and I'll keep swinging. Because 
as my mom told me uh, when I had asked her, she showed me this picture of me as a baby sitting on her lap in this lion costume that she made, apparently. It was a Halloween. Uh, and I said, I, I never asked her this. I didn't realize that. I said, why did you put me in a lion costume for my first costume? She said, because you're a fighter. And because you it's profound. fought, you fought for every breath to make it into this world. So my hopes, Will, are that that everyone will get up and fight, that everyone will keep getting up and, and believe that in themselves and know that they have a voice and that they have a story and that they matter and that they're not alone and that especially in a world um, that we live in where honestly there's appears to be at times much more negativity than positivity or much more bad than good but I think that's just the nature of media in general. Um, and I think more and more of us are trying to give out, or I should say shine a light on the good that's happening in the world, because I believe there is much more positivity and there is much more good in the world. We just don't see enough of it. So that was part of my mission when I came to Lincoln. I didn't know how I was going to do it, but give out as much good as I could and share the light and positivity uh, that, that I have to give, but also in others. So it's a really long answer to a very short question, but... Like, out of everything in my life that I'm involved in, that's what matters most to me. And knowing that together we are better, stronger, faster, and that the more positive we bring into this world, the better we all are going to be. Absolutely. And, you know, I, I love a lot of what you just said. I want to pull a few things out of it. But um, specifically, you know, with the, the way media is today and the way, you know, in general that – negativity and you know the bad is often presented as 80 percent of the narrative at times uh, you know and we take that and we create an internal environment in our minds which says oh the world is negative you know i'm a failure um as i failed at this one thing etc 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 and then it makes it harder and harder to really go for your win and really you know enjoy life to some extent for a lot of people and the reality is though that we're living in the, the greatest time to be alive as a human being we have the most wealth the most opportunity that we've ever had and like just making people aware of that and creating that mindset shift can completely change how you see yourself and how what you're able to do in the world um but i just want to go back to you know you said you're a miracle baby um Tell us the story, uh, you know, how you came into this world and, and the things that you fought through um, as a child that shaped who you are today. Yeah. Um, okay. So I'm going to do this in a different way than I typically will do when I get asked this question. Um, and I've only done this uh, uh, just a couple times, but I, I happen to have it handy and I have to read this conversationally to you because otherwise I won't be able to get through it. Um, my daughter had come home January of last year into my home office and she handed me a couple pages of paper. She said, I want you to read something. And I had stopped what I was doing and I, um, I said, okay, no idea. I had no idea what it was. And she said, you know, I, I, I had this speech contest in school and my daughter's 18 now. She's a senior in high school, um, getting ready to go off the college soon which is just blows my mind um and she said you know we I, I i did this for extra credit she didn't have to do this it was just she was inspired 
to, to do so. Um, so I want to read this to you because I, it's really just blows my mind in so many ways, but it answers your question um, coming from another voice. Awesome. So, so she entitled this Live to Inspire. <clears throat> the story about to be told is about an extraordinary man now 42 years young who accepted all the obstacles in life that had thrown at him. Now, I know you may be thinking that everyone has different obstacles they just overcome throughout their life. So how is he different from you and I? What makes this particular man different from you and I is the tactic he used when faced with these obstacles. He makes himself, what makes himself different from you and I is that he took these obstacles and used them to help make a difference and inspire others to never let life get in the way of their greatness and achievements. What makes us different from everyone else is not the obstacles life throws at us, but what we do when faced with these obstacles. Will you choose to accept defeat or will you choose to persevere? On May 13th, 1975, a child was born at Cedar sinai Medical Center in Los Angeles. This child was born three months early, weighing a pound and a half, and because of this, he was a premature baby. During the early 80s, he was diagnosed with Tourette syndrome, which is a type of tick or twitch, involuntary repetitive movements and vocalizations type of disorder. It's not curable, uh, and it's something that sticks with you for most of your life. One day at camp, the counselor had to take this young boy to a payphone, tears streaming down his face to call his mother because his neck was constantly snapping to one side over and over and over again, uncontrollably. He went to various doctors who performed countless medical exams to try and find a cure for his disorder. Every doctor said the same thing. He's fine. He'll grow out of it. But that just wasn't the case. In fifth grade, he stood up in front of his entire class and shared with them what Tourette syndrome was and what living with Tourette syndrome was like. He let them know it wasn't a disease. It wasn't something. <laughs> it wasn't something they were going to catch. A huge weight was lifted off his shoulders once he shared his story with his classmates and teachers and parents, and it generated many supporters, whether they be friends, parents, or teachers. Finally, a specialist at UCLA told him that he would never be able to get rid of this disorder alone and suggested he take a special drug called clonidine to help with the tics and twitches. Unfortunately, with this drug came horrible side effects. He made a conscious decision not to take the pills and to try and master his condition through focus and determination. After a while, the tics started to diminish and eventually most subsided. No one knows what life has in store for them all we can do is live until we are forced to face an obstacle in which we must make a choice to either overcome or accept defeat the rotary four-way test demonstrates how one person can make a difference in the lives of others with the experiences this boy had came a life lesson with determination, perseverance, and support from others, anything can happen.
Now at 42 years young, this man chooses to use his story to make a difference in others' lives. I'm trying not to lose it, so bear with me. By, by inspiring people in times of uncertainty, he implements the Rotary's motto, service before self, by finding the light in those who cannot find it in themselves, supporting them through their tough obstacles. He helps lift people's spirits and hopes in times of hopelessness and despair. He helps people turn their ideas and dreams into realities. He helps build people from the ground up in hopes that they too will one day share their stories with others. He makes he makes a difference in this world each and every day, which inspires others to make a difference as well. Who may you ask is this man? Well, he is my father. Out of all the lives he has made a difference in, gets me time. <clears throat> I okay. he's made the biggest difference in mine. It's, I'm almost done. He <laughs> inspires me to never give up on what I believe in, to always do what makes me happy, but most, most importantly, to always live every day as if it were the last. Because We are never guaranteed a tomorrow. As Gandhi once said, be the change you wish to see in the world, making a difference in the lives of others is my dad's change. What will be yours? Ugh. That's incredible. Your daughter Sorry. wrote that? <laughs> That's what I, I said. I, I have no words. Wow, that, that was beautiful. That was beautiful. And I love, there's so much power in a story. And I, you sharing your story or your daughter sharing your story like that, you know, it hits me deep. It hits me deep, like in my heart. And I know that you've had an incredible impact on, on people's lives. You've impacted me and, you know, indirectly through LinkedIn and through video. Um, and just taking, you said something in there, you said there's a moment where you hit an obstacle, you face an obstacle where you have to make a decision whether to give up or to face it and, and get through it. And I think that's a place, that's a place I've been in my life. And that's a place that a lot of people are or have been. And just realizing that there are other people out there that go through that and that have gone through incredibly difficult situations and come out of it stronger and used to turn, turned it into a superpower really, um, you know, can inspire people who are in those dark places. And the more of us that we can share these stories, share what we've gone through and how we've used it, 
in our lives, you know, it, it empowers and it and allows people to make that shift in their own mindset that it's possible for me too. You're so right, Will. You're so right. Um, and it's, you know, it's part of, it's funny, you know, that I can count on a number of times on one hand and, uh, that I've ever shared my life story. Um, one my daughter describes is when I got up in front of my class in fifth grade. I wrote a paper about it in eighth grade. I wrote a paper about it in college. Uh, and I actually, in a high school, crossed by a classmate in the hall. It's funny, you know, I think we, it's really easy for us to not pay attention to things that are happening around us because at times we're so focused on whatever we're in or what's happening to us, right? Um, and yet, when we have a heightened sense of awareness, everything becomes, it's like, it's, it's, it's like the world, you know, you, you take a claret and D if you will, and the world becomes less blurry. Um, and, and it was a moment for me because I literally knew that he had Tourette's. He walked by me. He did three different takes and twitches at one time. I knew it without a doubt in my mind. I went home to my mom and I said, mom, I, I, I have no question that my classmate has Tourette's and he has no idea what's wrong with him. And I can only imagine his parents and what they're feeling too, because of what we went through and we went, it was a process because it's a really hard thing to come to grips with, especially when you don't know what's going on with you, just like we had to deal with. Um, but we did. And we wound up getting him to UCLA and it was just, it was a gift. Like it was truly a gift that I was given to be able to recognize this and to be able to help someone else who had no idea. And this, again, this was, this was in the nineties. Um, and it's crazy because even today, just sidebar, I mean, Tourette's is such, there's so, such a lack of awareness around it in general, even now, um, when it was so early in the eighties, when I got diagnosed and it was such a new quote unquote thing that was recognized. Um, anyway, but to your point, absolutely, absolutely. And, and it's why I say, you know, Look, Voice Your Vibe is all about helping people understand that you have a voice and a story that matters and that your voice and story can impact others in such a profound and positive way just by sharing your stories. I think people discount themselves every single day. I did. I didn't think I had a story that was worth telling. I, I, to me, it was life. It just looked at it and said, oh, this is just life. I just, I, I fall down or I deal with adversity or bullying. Okay, I just get up and keep going. Like I, I just, it was hard. But it's just all I knew, you know, and I had my mom, who is my genuine hero and my rock and most amazing person on the planet that like I, I am the man I am today because of her. And I never could have gotten through what I had to go through without her. Um, and, and we all have people in our lives that are there to help and support us, whether we think we do or not. And again, we all have voices and stories that matter, whether we think we do or not. Most of the clients that I work with say the same thing to me, whether they're CEOs or executives or anywhere in between, you know, well, I'm not like you, Brian, I didn't almost die and, you know, deal with this and that. I said, just tell me your life story from the beginning to now. Because I guarantee you, you have a story that has the ability to affect other people that other people can relate to whether they've gone through what you have or not that will empower them to go, wow. Like either, either it's, it's saying I'm not alone 
someone else has gone through hardship like me or someone else has gone through the same thing I have or, you know, or you're inspired, you know. And, and again, we talk about LinkedIn and I bring it back to that because that's, again, that's how we met and, and you see it and I see it. And yes, I'm one of the pioneers of LinkedIn, having been on LinkedIn every day for the last 15 years. And one of the pioneers of LinkedIn video, having been part of the alpha and so forth, getting going. Um, and it was so hard for me to do that. I had never been in front of a camera before like that. I had never put the phone in front of me and had to say whatever I was feeling or wanted message I wanted to get across. I didn't even know apps existed. I was so green. And I had to, you know, my very first video on LinkedIn was my life story that as I shared, I only counted on one hand the number of times I've talked about, which by the way, the one other time I did, and after that, never talked about it again until LinkedIn video was a job that I went after early days in my career. And I've been in sales most of my life um, just because I love people. I love helping people. And it just seemed like a great way for me to do that and make a living. Um, and I was going for an interview at a big tech company in the boom, boom era um, growing in San Diego. And I didn't have much experience at all. I had no legs to really stand on, no, nothing to really tout. So I just figured, well, I'll tell my story. Be it's a story about tenacity and grit and I can learn and I can do and just give me a shot, right? I mean, we all go through stuff in life, but we all get chances. Someone has to give you a chance to get you to start, you know, to, to, to get started. It's so true. And, 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 and so, I went in and I met with like eight different hiring managers and a bunch of different people from the teams in between. And I, I went through my story and every single time after I would get to the end of that, the same question came up. Okay, well, that's great, but, but why should we hire you? And I, at the end of all of that, I walked out of there with my head down. I felt defeated, my tail between my legs. I didn't get the job. Uh, and I said to myself, you know what? I'm, I'm not going to ever talk about this again. I don't ever want, because all I ever wanted to be, Will, is normal. I didn't want to be, and look, honestly, it was not until really, really late in my life. Quite frankly, up until I made that LinkedIn video where I didn't look at being weird as a superpower, I looked at it as, I'm different. I don't want to be different. I just want to be normal in the scheme of normal, right? I just wanted to blend in, um, and, and that was it, and so I didn't ever talk about it again and when my daughter talks about the drugs i took i took those for a number of years and yes the side effects were horrible and it, it was a, a calming effect a numbing effect if you will to mm -hmm. subside the but it was i mean I, I was like a zombie walking around all the time i'd fall asleep in class and my teeth would go what's wrong with you you know because i didn't tell them what was going on um and i did stop taking the medicine and 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 had many natural um calming mechanisms in my life, which is actually very common in people who do have Tourette's. Uh, and I know I'm going off on a side real quick, but I think it's important um, for anybody that's listening, even those that may even have Tourette's. Um, music has always been a huge part of my life. I'm a musician. I've been playing my whole life. My son happens to be a musician too. He's 16. Um, and it was always one of those things that just put me in another world. And anybody that's a musician, and it doesn't matter whether it's music, sports, something that you love, you just kind of fall into. It's just like everything else goes away. Right. You get into that, you get into that flow state. Sit in the dark for hours. You got it. Exactly. And that's what would happen is I get in that flow state, sitting in the dark, playing the piano for hours. Like I was in a different body. It was just, I was 
it was it was gone. It was like my Tourette's didn't exist. Um, dancing was another. My mom had always said to me, when at a very young age, I'm going to teach you how to dance, and you're going to love me for it because all the girls are going to love you. And she was right because most kids, boys, didn't really, you know, they were standing on the side. They weren't really into dancing. And, and I did. I, I truly did love it, and I do love it. And I've been dancing all my life, too. Uh, and um, music, dancing, and comedy was actually another one. How is I'm interested? How has comedy? How did comedy affect your your mindset? And and you know how did how did that affect your view of the world? Because I know you've talked about that in some of the, your other interviews you've been on. But I'm interested to dive into that a little bit. Yeah, it's a it's a really good question. It's really interesting because you know I in my mind I figured okay well look I'm weird I might as well be funny too, and and it's interesting because when I think about comedy. The comedians that inspired me or that influenced me or more so that just got my attention were all physical comedians, like um, the Three Stooges. I loved watching the Three Stooges. Um, Richard Pryor, Eddie Murphy, granted some of these comedians were vulgar. Um, however, again, I think I could relate to that because, again, Tourette's, just to give you perspective, at the height of my, of my Tourette's growing up, and I've grown out of many of these. Um, I was somersaulting from room to room, jumping up and down, uh, making lots of different facial expressions, lots of different noises. Again, these intense neck twitches, wrist flicking, and a lot of these would co-mingle. Uh, swearing is one of those on an extreme. Um, and I remember watching a video about this back in the 80s of a guy and violence and swearing were the extreme on a scale of one to 10. I was like a six or a seven. I wasn't in any of that. Um, so I, I don't know. I think maybe part of me could relate to, not that they weren't doing it involuntarily, <laughs> but but again, these type of comedians and then others, you know, at that time, young comedians like Jim Carrey and, uh, you know, there was Sam Kinison. Again, I, 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 I literally just thought about this not all that long ago and was like, wow, this is crazy. Like they all, I could relate to them. So I, I think... For me, and I loved movies. I had a hard time in school, but consuming information, it was really hard to me. Really, really hard for me. Um, so I was a much more visual learner. And, um, but movies, I could memorize movies, like verbatim. And so comedy, again, was just one of those things that I grabbed onto and, and it was more impressions. Uh, I just, I found this, I just loved doing impressions of different people and, and it kind of stuck with me. Uh, and you know, to be able to make somebody else laugh is an incredible thing, you know, Absolutely. smile as I was sharing. So yeah, so the, just anyway, those are, those were three, three kind of things, natural calming mechanisms that, um, that I've had in my life. So let me come back to where we were talking about with your question. Um, because it's all kind of relative and wraps together. Um, when I got to video, it, it did change everything on LinkedIn. And as I mentioned, I've been on LinkedIn every day for 15 years out of the 16 that's existed. And before that, we were all fitting in a box, conforming with a shirt and tie and kind of just moving along. Um, when video launched on LinkedIn, it changed everything. It didn't just change everything because it added another dimension to the platform. It changed everything because of the people that showed up. Uh, and I see a younger generation because 
I'm probably 20 years older than you. And most of the pe people that had showed up on LinkedIn at that time that I had never seen or heard from before. And they were doing so in a way that had never happened where people were sharing their fears and their failures and their, their heart. I mean, it was, it was true human to human that was happening. Uh, uh, agoraphobia and speech impediment and PTSD and rape. I mean, the stories were heartbreaking, but it was so much emotion and so much feeling that was coming out and it inspired me. It was such it a pushback, me. like a, a pushback from kind of the conformity, right? Kind of really like people breaking out and, and kind of throwing it all out there to push back from where they were before and kind of trap, right? It really was. And it was the Let's Get Honest campaign that was launched by Swish, Monica Swamy, uh, uh, Alexandra Galvez um, in London. Um, and um, a number of others where it, it just it, cha it literally changed everything on this platform. You know, this not that this stuff wasn't happening in other social platforms. Right. This is a social business platform. So these kind of things weren't thinking about, right? So I mean, it changed everything. Granted, it took me five months to muster up the courage and bravery to actually take the leap and make a video. It was inspiring to hear those stories and for them to share that part of their heart um, and their voice. So, so I did that. And again, not knowing what the heck I was doing, took the leap and, and went. And you know, the fact that I've made over 300 videos in just a little over a year blows my mind because I never thought I could make one. But the thing that I realized, Will, is that by sharing that story for the first time to the world in front of 500 million people, no less, the response that I got, and this goes back to what you were saying, um, positivity, encouragement, support, and yes, love on this platform that exists, we all fostered that. And I got that when I had shared my video. And it, it, I just couldn't believe it because, again, it's not something that you saw before a year. And it meant so much to me for everything that I've shared with you about my life and what I've gone through um, to get that support, that love, that encouragement. Um, and I wanted to give it out to everybody I could, uh, especially fellow creators, um, because I knew how hard it was. And it was so hard for so long. You know, I, I, I had done five videos um, because that was the campaign that I jumped into. That's how we all got started. People did hashtag campaign. And it was that five videos campaign. And it was launched by Goldie, uh, Mike Morgan, and Fahad. And the whole point was, if you've never made a video, you make one video a day, five videos in a row. Yeah, I remember because, that. I, you know, I don't know if I jumped yeah. on that original campaign, but I jumped on one. Um, you know, Quentin Alms was the the person that you know convinced me to start, and I jumped on. Um, you know, and it was incredibly difficult. You know, to 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 go off of what you were saying for me too to start sharing my story eight months ago on LinkedIn. Because um, I'd never spoken before, I'd never done video. It was awkward. It was uncomfortable I was afraid of being vulnerable and you know and learn that it's a skill just like anything else you practice it you can become more you know confident but also like this what you start to say becomes more authentic becomes more relevant and, and it really starts to impact people if you really let yourself go with it no it's so true it's so true will um, and, and I was like you I mean I mean I had done a lot of public speaking before but but it was just so weird to me to do this thing and I'm staring at myself and how do I 
get through that. You know, like I'm worried about so many things. What am I saying and how am I saying it? How do I look? And, and am I coming across authentic or I'm just sounding like a robot? I mean, the stories I could share with you when I got started, it's just, it's so hilarious what I was doing to get through it all. And so I, I, I was getting ready to go on a business trip to get started. I, I committed, um, by the way, so like the app kept updating on my phone and the little video icon, which by the way, just real quick metrics. Now 610 million business are from LinkedIn. 215 million are quote unquote active users. And of those less than 1% are creating. It is an enormous opportunity to be able to do this, to show up, to take the leap, to start being vulnerable and sharing you and sharing your stories. And again, I know for most people, they look at it and go, I don't understand. Why would I do that? This is a business network. It's why, you know, this is where I share my resume and I look for jobs. No, it's an engagement platform. It has changed so much. Um, but anyway, it's content now, right? It's, yeah. it's, they, they, they realize, I mean, I think LinkedIn realizes that content keeps people on the platform and, you know, uh, from a business standpoint, it makes more sense for them to have active users. And, but you know, people outside of it who don't see that still think it's a resume platform and you know, it's really changed it really in a big way to, to incorporate community to it has in, in a way other platforms just aren't doing it. No. And that's such a, so true because literally LinkedIn is a, is a, a, a unicorn in that respect because something has happened here which you would not see on any other social platform out there um and it's funny because one of um i do a series every saturday called shout out saturday and it's all about giving gratitude to the people that i get to meet and have conversations with in the week um last year over 35 weeks i had over 500 video chats with people like we're doing here and i just the coolest part about it was not what i was doing it was what happened because of it, people started showing up in the feed. They started showing up in the threads and sharing gratitude for all the people that they had met during the week, you know, and that's what it was all about. Um, so, but, but the reason I bring it up is because of a comment that was made by an Emmy award winning newscaster who had just jumped on LinkedIn video at the time. And she said, I've never seen anything like this on any social platform ever. All this love and support and encouragement. It's incredible. We need to keep it going. And she's right. And it was something that we fostered, like I said, back when I got started. All that support and love and encouragement I got, it meant everything to me. I never could have gotten through the first part of my journey without it. I mean, I know it because it was so hard for me um, for all the reasons we talk about, all the struggles that you go through, all the stuff that you get in your head and, and, and you know, all the takes that you do. And finally, do you take the leap and hit post? You know, all of that. Um, and so, again, like, video icon kept disappearing, and then it just didn't come back. And Goldie had called me out during this campaign, and I'm like, hey, I'd love, you know, uh, I'd, I'd love to, and I'm scared to death to, but I'd love to jump in, um, but I don't have access anymore. And she sent me a note 30 minutes later with a clip from the, uh, a screenshot from the video team that said, they'll be let back up either tonight or tomorrow, and her note with it was something along the lines of, like, no excuses. And... I was going on a business trip, Will, in, in, in the Bay <laughs> for four days, and I'm like, okay, I have to do this. I have to do this. So I reached out to my friend, Amy Blaschka, who had been making a bunch of videos at the time, 
And I said, okay, Amy, how do I do this? You're using something. Well, how do you do it? Like, what do I, I don't even literally don't know what I'm doing. She's like, okay, I use this app called Clips on my iPhone. Um, here's a quick like link for a tutorial. It was like 60 seconds. You will be good to go when to do that. So I, I committed. I didn't want to let myself down. I didn't want to let Goldie down. I wanted to do this. And I had packed my bags. I'm sitting in my home office. And I downloaded clips. And I hit record. And I told the life story. And my first, I mean, everyone will say this. My first video is horrible. I'm looking off screen half the time and, and whatever. But, but it's, the thing is, is your first video has nothing to do with what you're talking about, how long it is. It, it, all that matters is that you made it. And there's a lot of people that go, what's the big deal? It's just video. It's not. It's the first time you ask a guy or a girl out on a date that you don't think will say yes. It's the first time you decide you want to start a company and you don't think you've got the, 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 the ganas to do it. It's that job you want to go for that you think there's 10 million other people that are better than you to get it, but you go. Like it's, it's any first ever in your life that you just don't think you can do. And then once you take the leap and do it, you realize, oh my God, it wasn't as hard as I thought it was. What was I worrying so much about? Whether you get the job or the girl or guy says yes or whatever. The whole point is, is just you, you take the steps. You, every day is day one. You just keep hitting start. And I remember asking Goldie after I got through the five, and I say got through because it was so hard for me to do it. And I'm like, this is so awkward and uncomfortable for me. Like, when do I get comfortable? And she said, you will start to feel a little bit less uncomfortable around 20 videos. And one side of me was going, are you out of your mind? I'm going to make 20 videos to feel a little bit less uncomfortable. And then the other side of me said, okay, I have to make 20 videos. And I did. And I remember making it going, I remember like it was yesterday, the 20th video and going to myself. I was at a, a parade that my son and his jazz band mates were performing in on a float or whatever. And there were, I was behind the scenes, there were animals and all sorts of stuff, you know. And, and I remember sitting there going, oh my gosh. I'm, I feel a little bit less uncomfortable. And I was thanking all these people for all their support and, and it was great. But the point is, is just start. You can do it and you will never know the impact that you can have on others by doing so. Out of my 300 videos, I can count on one hand the number of times I ever talked about business. It wasn't about business for me. It was about doing something. I, I had to get comfortable being uncomfortable one more time in my life which I've been doing my whole life, doing something I never knew how to do. But I, and I didn't know where it was going to go. You know, I, it's like the startup world. I've lived in the startup world for 20 years. I've helped build and grow companies for 20 years. You never know what's going to happen. Literally, there's no predictability. You're just going and you're in it with a team and you go and you believe and you get up and you fall and you get up and you fall and, and you, you know, wherever it winds up, it winds up. Absolutely. It was the same kind of thing. And I just figured, well, this is one more of those things. You know, it's one more early days. Let's see where it goes. And what's happened in the last year plus is amazing. Like, I'm so proud of all of you for taking the leap and jumping in like so many of us have. And what's come from it? I mean, Will, you talk about the platform. Like, it's all about relationships. It's all about relationships. That's what life and business is. It's about the people. And everything spawns from that. And the, best, so the best business comes from the relationships too. Yes, 100%. I could, I could, the amount of opportunities from showing up on video 
I had the the chairman and CEO of Forbes event of how I and a number of other creators are what make this platform what it is. I'm sitting here going, how, how, what's, how to understand this? I'm just making videos with people. I'm not talking about any, in my mind, it was like, I'm not saying anything of value. I'm just getting, because I love bringing people together, you know, bringing people together and making fun videos and hoping to inspire people. Because for me, that was what it was all about. It's always been about that. If I could, if I was able to, if I was inspired by something or someone, I made a video. If I wasn't, I didn't make a video. And if I was proud of it, I posted it. And, you know, that's what would happen. Yeah. Uh, and it, so it, it's, it's all about the relationships, you guys. Like just, you know, you've got to think about LinkedIn as just a very different place than what you're used to thinking of it as. And to it, your point, Will. Especially yeah, for, for young people too, I think there's, you know, a miscommunication about how things actually get done, how you actually, you know, get to where you want to go in the business world and in your career. And it's really like 90% of it is just going and meeting people making the right connections and getting in the right doors. And like, you know, obviously you got to have the skills and the value that you can bring to the table. But like if you literally can get on LinkedIn right now, start creating some content and go connect with almost anyone you, you really want um, that can get you in the doors that, you know, will take you to where you want to be five, 10 years faster than just trying to do it alone um, by yourself, conforming to the old path of, you know, I just sit, put my head down and work and eventually it'll happen for me. That's not how it works, but people do want to help you. People on LinkedIn want to help you. It's been my experience. I mean, you've been out there helping people like with your incredible business experience, you just go on and inspire people with your story. And it's, it's making the connection between business and life. And that's so incredible to me because I think that can help stop a lot of suffering. You are so right, Will. You're so right. And, and I think, again, young, no matter where you are in your life, if you're in high school, if you're in college, no matter where you are in the journey, if you're just getting started in business, like, just understand you are one click away from a conversation with almost anybody in the business world. Like everyone and everyone, everyone and anyone in business is on LinkedIn from the chairman to the funder to the founder to the janitor and everyone in between. I mean, literally all across the globe, all you have to do is show up. And a lot of people don't understand. They're like, I don't get it. Like I, I don't understand how to do this, build relationships digitally. Like I, I'm not sure how does this work? And I'm nervous about it because it's LinkedIn. And it's like, what if I do this wrong? Like, and it, you know, then, then what? Cause, cause you can, I mean, if you don't approach it the right way, you, you can step on your feet. And yeah. I stepped on my sword so many times in the early years, but, but that's the thing is just know that if you just show up and, and yes, will people, so many people are here to help. We, again, something else that we fostered, you know, it's just give to give, be someone who gives to give and, and wants to help others and just show up and take it offline, have conversations with people like we're doing, you know, because you meet here. I've met so many incredible people, especially through video. Um, and then when you meet in person, like I've known them for a year and you meet in person, it's like you're meeting your best friend for the first time in person. It's like hugs for days. Um, don't, don't worry about a title and a position and all this, wow, look at these people and where they come. We're all human beings. Like we're just human beings, you know? And if you think about it like that and just, just reach out to people to, to help people. Like you, I'm not talking about selling to people. I'm just saying, 
hey, how can I help you? Like, I'd love to help you however I can. I mean, it, you know, whatever that is, you know, if, if, if we can jump on a call or we can get on a video and do that together or if I can introduce you to somebody or if you want to go have lunch or grab a cup of coffee or something, like, again, just be human. Um, and if you do that, and just, again, for the young people coming into the business world, like, I, I man, I would love to see every single college, and this is starting to happen slowly but surely, but every single college have a course on LinkedIn. Agreed. In the early days, I'm talking like freshmen, you know, like how to do it and get them on and the actions for the class are create a profile and make a post or do a video. Like these are literally how you get graded to take the steps. Make it a pass or no pass class. And just the key is to take the steps because you will, it's not what it used to be anymore. Like the fact that we have a platform like this accessible at our fingertips, you guys, uh, compared to where you had to send in a resume or walk into someone and hand it to somebody, like you can bifurcate the process now. You, there's you no gatekeepers. No. There's no, no gatekeepers anymore. There aren't. And just by showing up like you described, Will, just start creating content, you will meet so many amazing people just by doing that. You will have so many incredible opportunities organically that pop up. I have board opportunities, advisory opportunities, mentoring, speaking engagements. I had a builder of a company reach out to me, uh, someone who basically takes in companies that are kind of together already, but you know, tweaks and prods and, and such. And, and he just, that's what he does. He's really good at it. Uh, reach out and say, Hey, you know, I, I, I love what you're doing and what you do. I'd, I'd love to talk to you about becoming the CEO of one of my companies I'm putting together. We had never talked before. He didn't know me from experience and conversation. What he knew was of me and how I show up and my background and experience and my history and all that. And that's what it's about, right? I think that's the key too, is that you get inbound leads and people think it's, it's all about the outbound. I got to go figure out how to sell the people. I got to go figure out how to get those opportunities. But if you create a brand, you're going to get inbound leads, which yes. you know, once I figured that out, my, the, everything changed for me. I would not be you know, here doing this podcast, running this company I'm running right now without that. And it's crazy. And when once people realize what that opportunity is, so like the stuff that's going to be created over the next five years, I'm incredibly excited to see what people do. It is so exciting, Will. And you are so right. And I can relate to that same experience you've gone through because it's been the same with me. I didn't realize that I had been creating my own brand, if you will, right? And I had been helping executives at fortune companies for years understand how to do this LinkedIn thing that they just didn't understand and how to show up and how to find their voice and voice their vibe and all those things and attract their tribe. And, and I just didn't, I didn't know because to me, I just wanted to help people. It wasn't about money. I just wanted to help people do it right. Especially salespeople because gosh, and had been in sales for 20 years, like, and had been doing it. Like I, I, I hated seeing salespeople, and salespeople get a bad rap. But look, again, we're all humans. You know, it's just understanding the right way to build relationships, especially in a digital platform. Um, I wanted to help people meet other people and succeed that way. And to your point, not, not sell. No, just be human. Because when you, when you build relationships, everything else happens from that. And I'm like you. My business started. I never would have started this business if it weren't for LinkedIn Video because all of these things happen because of it. I never thought I'd be 
let alone making videos, but teaching people how to do this stuff, being looked at as a, as a video expert across the world. Like that blows my mind even saying it just to think about that. Um, because I don't think about myself that way. I'm just a guy on a platform sharing stuff with people and bringing people together. And like I said, we're all human, you know, it's just, so just, just show up, just show up. You don't have to know how to do it. You don't have to have it all figured out. All you have to do is start and know that you're going to have support. And that if you have, if you have questions, if you are frustrated, if you don't know what you're doing and if you need help, just ask because by asking, and I know it's hard, I am, that is one of my biggest downfalls is asking for help because I'm a giver by nature. But I can tell you from my own experience, and I know, Will, you've done it too. If you just ask for help, you, that's, people will come to your rescue. They will be there to help you, give you an ear, help you understand how to do things. So many people on this platform have done that, and it's the most incredible thing ever. We're right. going to look back. And I don't think that people, like, no one made it to some high level of success on their own. Absolutely Never. no one. Absolutely no one. And like, you know, some people were super lucky and were just born with all, like most of the relationships they needed, but most people were not. And if you go out and find those mentors and those people that can actually like show you where you need to go or help you get there, it's going to change your life and allow you to start creating a career and a business or whatever as an entrepreneur, uh, you know, any, any of whatever you want to do, you can do that and be authentic doing it. Um, but just go on LinkedIn and find the people that can help you get there. Cause sometimes you, you don't even know what it looks like until you find that one person who can open, open the door and open the world to you. So just start like, that's like, it. Just start. Just start and know that you made a really good point. Well, like in life and business, we never get to where we are and we're on. Send the ladder down, you know, send the ladder down and help other people. And give back wherever you are. Always, always give as much as you can with no ulterior motives. Just give to give and know that when you do that, good is always going to come back to you. It's not why you do it. It's a natural boomerang effect, but you just be someone who gives to give. And if you do that, nothing but good is going to come from that in, in its entirety. Agreed. Um, so, any, Agreed. so anybody that's, you know, looking at LinkedIn and going, gosh, I'm not sure about this thing. I'm telling you right now, just take the leap, jump in. Like it is still early. It really is still early. It, really it is. is the most organic platform on the planet today. And you have the ability to show up and just know that no matter what you have to share, okay, <laughs> in its most wildest extremities, okay, you have Diana who is dancing and singing karaoke with people. You, you know, you, you, have, you have people that are doing and sharing things that you never would have thought you would ever see on LinkedIn. And they're most incredible human beings on the planet. And, and it's all about relating to people. That's it. Just know that by sharing whatever you're passionate about, whatever gets you excited, talk about that. And you will, your vibe will attract your tribe. All you have to do is show up and don't just show up once. Consistency is key to success. I'm not telling you have to show up every day, but be consistent in showing up. Make it part of your daily regimen. Make it just part of your regimen in general. You decide, hey, I'm going to show up. I'm going to jump in a video. Okay, I'm scared to death, but I'm going to do it. I'll post one video a week. Or maybe I'll get, you know, get some fire under me and decide, no, 
I want to go like, you know, one video every day or whatever. It doesn't matter. And whether it's video or written content in short form, long form, whatever, just, just start and then keep starting. Because I can tell you there's so many creators that are dear, dear friends of mine that have, you don't see them anymore. We all have the same 24 hours in the day. Life can do crazy things to us. Um, but find a groove that works for you with everything you've got going on in life. Find a groove that works for you and, and know that you can tweak it up. You can change it. You can pivot. Like yeah. you don't have to go. I was talking to Brittany Crystal um, on the, this podcast a little bit ago. Um, and she was like, you know, Gary Vee's putting out 35 pieces of content a day or, you know, whatever, something ridiculous like that. And people think, oh, I have to be Gary Vee if I'm going to do it at all. And it's like, no, you know, maybe no. five pieces a week is, is your is where you're at. Maybe it's less than that. Maybe it's more, but it doesn't matter as long as you get start somewhere and start doing it and you can adjust and work from there. But don't think like you have to be Gary Vee to start because that's ridiculous. Mm -hmm. No, you don't. And by the way, and I love Brittany. She's a, she's a friend. She's amazing. Um, and and do, by the do you want to know how Gary Vee does that? His 35 pieces of content come from one stream. <laughs> well, it's a team, but and it comes from pyramid, one stream. So one piece that he just cuts up into a bunch of other pieces. That's what it is. So I always share with people, look, if you're inspired by something, because inspiration does not hit every moment of every day. So when it does hit, you have to roll with it. So for example, if you're inspired by something, hit record and just go until your inspiration is gone. And then you can take and slice that up and you have so much content, right? You have so I many podcasts are a great example. You talk on a podcast for an hour, you might post that full video on YouTube and anchor in other places, right? But on a place like LinkedIn, you, A, you can't do that because you can only post up to 10 minutes, but you wouldn't post a 10 minute video. You'd post a couple minutes. Because that's basically the, the mind share that we have with everything that's going on in our day. But then you've got all this great content that you can share. So know that having conversations with people, jumping on a Zoom chat, hitting record, great collaboration is a wonderful thing. Um, but when you're inspired too, even if it's just you, hit record and just go until you're done. And then you can edit that stuff up and take little snippets and post them at different times. You'd be amazed at how much content you can create just by stopping and looking around what's going on beside you, next to you, behind you, in front of you. Um, I, I'll share one more quick thing with you too. Um, fellow creators, we all get in slumps. We feel like we're saying the same thing all the time. We wanna bring something fresh and new value. And I think it's easy to forget that the journey that you're on is so valuable to share. You know, you look at Q, Q has been in a great job of sharing and chronologuing his journey, Quentin Allen's sharing his journey um, on LinkedIn and, and other social platforms in general, but especially on LinkedIn. And if you think about that and get into this mindset when you're out, just whatever it is, and you're like, you could be inspired by anything happening around you. Pull out your phone, hit record, talk about it real quick, bank it in your phone. And you, you, that's how you create consistency, by the way. It's not like you're creating every time and then posting. I mean, I have so many videos that I have not pushed out because of just time, but that's how you create the consistency is you, you make them when you feel it, you bank it, and when you feel like you want to post it, you post it. So that's how you can create your consistency and your flow is going with it when you've got it, post it when you're ready, 
edit, cut it up, because short span, short spans of time for posting video, like sixty seconds or less, you're in a sweet spot to post a video, especially right. if you're just getting started. Absolutely. Um, last thing, you know, as we're I have one more question for you, but I just want to say that I found that, um, you know, people who have gone through, you know, like you went through the almost, you know, not making it as a baby and going through Tourette's and dealing with bullying and all that stuff. And, and I, you know, I had a similar conversation with Chantel recently, uh, Chantel Sumas is another huge creator on the platform. And she went through some incredible health struggles with MS. And you know, I, yes. I found that like you guys are two of the most positive people that I've ever met. And it's, it's crazy that people who've gone through some of the most difficulty can come out and, and have the most positivity and like enjoy life the most and have like huge impacts, you know, even though they've gone through these difficult things and, and actually because of it. Um, and for me, like, well, I didn't share my story for a while because I thought, you know, I haven't gone through anything like that. I haven't gone through anything like incredibly difficult, like, you know, I've gone through my share uh, of difficulty and trauma and mental health, you know, struggles. But I, I was like, you know, I don't have something that's so big that I should go and share it. And that's just not true. And I think people become isolated because they think, you know, something's wrong with me. Something is like I've gone through something and, it, and it's painful. And but it's just not like worth sharing. Um, that's not true. It is worth sharing. And and you've made that point incredibly clear through, you know, your life and your work. and. You know, I just want to thank you for sharing your story and showing people that, you know, they have a story worth sharing too. Thank you so much. I really do appreciate that. And Chantel is a dear friend and she continues to struggle every day. And I, you know, it was one of the first things I said to her. I'm like, you're an amazing, like you're one of the most amazing people I've ever seen. Your, your laugh is, your laugh and your smile are infectious and, and your positivity is it's ridiculous, like it's crazy. And, and we really related a lot because of what we've been through in our lives. And we both said the same thing. It's just life to us. We just keep going. But, that, but these stories do inspire people. And again, to your point, Will, just know whoever's listening, whoever's watching, again, you each have a story and a voice that matters. And you each have a voice and a story that is worth sharing. And it may be hard for you to do that, and know, just know, you don't have to share your whole life, guys. But, but, but know that by sharing those parts of you and by being vulnerable, that's how people connect. You know, and that, that, that's how people, they, you get drawn into that. You're like, you feel that angst it's human. that pain you, or that struggle. And it's human. human level. Yeah. That's it. And that's what it's all about. That's Absolutely. All about. So um, I, yeah. I love that you're doing this. And again, thank you so much. I, I truly do appreciate you. And I'm absolutely here. And humbled I do. Yeah. I do have one more. I have one more question that I asked to all my guests. Um, and it is sure. what's, what's your bag? So the, what is your definition of success? The bag is, is your definition of success. And uh, there's a lot of, you know, definitions that we're told we're supposed to have, but I want to know what your definition of success is, Brian. So what's your bag? My bag is, you know, I talked about my why personally, mm -hmm. about inspiring one person a day. That's success to me. Um, I, I want you to know that, you know, and again, I mentioned that I know that I failed way more than I've succeeded in life and that I've learned from every step and that I've gotten up every time and dusted myself off and kept going. And that's why I've succeeded no matter what. It, to me, and everybody's definition of success is different take the step. 
take the step because by taking the step that is success whether you get to where you want to go or not failing is failing is success you fail your way to success you don't ever get to where you want to go just by just 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 doing it the first time more times than not i mean it has happened before but you know and, and every entrepreneur you will talk to or anyone than anything in life like it's most people have failed so many times and they look at it and they're like, oh, you know, I'm, I'm, just, I'm a failure. I've, I've failed so many. It, you have to flip the script and know that every time you fail, you should really be proud of yourself for doing that. Because by failing, if you learn from everything that happens to you, you are always going to win. You are always going to succeed because you are learning from that. So just know that if you take the step that you will, you are succeeding by taking the step. Absolutely. I love that. Well, thank you so much for being on the bag mentality. I love your perspective and the way that you share your story. Guys, go check out Brian. Um, he's all over LinkedIn. So if you're on LinkedIn, you've probably seen him, but we'll put all the links to his, his profile, his company, everything in the show notes. Again, it's been another episode of The Bag Mentality. Always forward. Wow. I'm so grateful you listened to the whole episode. I started this podcast, this company, this community to validate people who think differently and who want more for themselves and are trying to connect with other humans who feel the same way. If you resonated with this episode, it would mean the world to me if you would subscribe to this podcast and leave a review on iTunes. Then go check out bagmentality.com and follow us on socials for our upcoming events. Go check out our Entrepreneur Resource Center where we aggregate the influencers, courses, and tools you need to build a business, build wealth, and build health. And finally, go check out my accounts, Will Preble, LinkedIn, and Instagram is where I'm most active. And if you message me, I will respond to everyone who DMs me. Remember, you are valuable. You are a one of one. Go out there and find your bag.